Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio, back in the saddle, away from the cabin in the mountains and back in home base. The valley. <laughs> the valley. Joined by Randy Angston. What's oh, up, buddy? Man. Sorry, guys. That was, uh, there was a little inside joke. So the whole time we were up on the, on the mountain, everybody calls it the mountain. And then when they refer to Phoenix, you're in the valley. And we laugh because when you're here, no, nobody calls it that. Nobody calls it the valley. <laughs> Whatever. Inside Arizona joke, people are like, what are you, what? people you th- in Sydney, Australia, are like, what are you even talking <laughs> no about? No sense. Anyways, got a great episode for you guys today. We are talking about something that comes up over and over and over is the steps to switching to semi-private. Once you've mentally made that shift, I mean, we've talked about the financials and all the reasons of the blue ocean, red ocean, and all the good stuff and the reasons why. But then when we get a, on a coaching call where somebody signs up for a program, they're like, well, well, now what, right? I've decided it makes sense. What are the things I need to do now? Before we dive in, let's define semi-private personal training. Okay. Because uh, even, I mean, hell, last week we had a call and, and the difference and the nuances in the marketplace between semi-private, small group, group training, what is it? Um, let's, let's give it a clear definition. So in our opinion, when we talk about semi-private personal training, we're talking individualized programming with, you know, multiple clients, a single coach. So maybe it's four to one, everybody's doing individualized programming or has an individualized program broken down within, you know, that specific session and, and deliverable in time, um, different than small group, which would be more like everybody showing up similar to like your large group or boot camps, but with more exclusivity based on less people in the group, but everybody's doing the same movement patterns, same program, like a wad, right? That would be small group. We define semi-private as the individualized programming, and that's what we're speaking to. It's not the same, can't charge the same rates. You shouldn't consider them the same. If you speak to them as if they're the same, you're confusing your marketplace. So that's why I wanted to kind of give some clear understanding of the difference. Yeah, great point. Also, a couple other nuances when we talk about semi-private training, we, we get away from the word class. That's no longer in the vernacular. Mm-hmm. It doesn't talk. We don't talk about it anymore. A class to a end consumer is literally the same thing from a CrossFit class to a bar class to a spin class to a yoga class into a boot camp. And a lot of facilities sell it that way, right? If you yeah. have multiple different classes, you might classes. sell a class pack, right, yeah, where they can drop in any of your classes and it's... Yeah. That's the membership level. And, this I, is and I think it is important to make, make that definition uh, clear and concise. Semi-private training is personalized program in a shared cost environment of the coach, period. Personalized programming. And if I was going to go even one step further, I would even say strength training. Because, sure. because you could have individualized boot camp. 
metabolic conditioning with scaled up or down. I mean, essentially CrossFit is that when they have a scaled water, you know, we're not talking about that at all. We're yeah. talking about completely different programs uh, per movement, you know, like within we, a movement we, pattern. Yeah. Sure. So anyways, moving on, you've decided this is going to be your move. How do you do it? So everything I focus on when we're working with a new gym is on the delivery of the product. Okay. You can't sell something that sucks. So you need to make sure it's dialed in. Okay. And so there's logistics that go with, uh, you know, how to deliver it. Number one is you got to look at the schedule. Okay. When are we going to deliver semi-private training in our environment? Are we completely getting rid of large group? Are we going to take our lowest performing large groups and replace it with semi-private and kind of, you know, are we just going to do it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Mm -hmm. This is, we, we work with gyms to kind of figure this out, but you have to have a schedule that you can fulfill on the semi-private training that you're going to sell. Yep. Okay. And, and it's a little chicken in the egg sometimes. Correct. You know, yep. and that, that has to be kind of an understanding as you're moving into it. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't sell something you don't have available, but yet you need to make it available. Like, you know what I mean? You have to have it on the schedule and you might not have a full session uh, until you're able to sell it. So understand that it's a transition, not just a, switch. Correct. Correct. The next thing we want to look at is the space and equipment. Okay. So in a large group setting, you just have open space. You can do body weight stuff, whatever in the space. When we're getting into semi-private training, we really need to look at equipment mm -hmm. as a, as a selling differentiator. Absolutely. You know, we're using barbells. We have racks, we have benches, we have barbells, dumbbells, all of the things that go with plates, landmines, TRXs. We, the way we set up our studio here at Legacy in, in Scottsdale is every, we have 12 individual stations, not stations, call them racks. We went with uh, sore necks, double half racks. We did, uh, we have 12, okay? Mm -hmm. So now, I mean, okay, well, Tim, I don't have room for 12. I get it. Believe it or not, it doesn't take up a whole lot of space. Like we no. could probably put another six racks in here and wouldn't feel it, right? Yeah. But it, well, to that point though, you can go the other direction, right? You could have twelve in a much much smaller footprint and still do very well. Yeah, you can get away with three and yeah. sharing them. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so in this decision making process, you have to decide your ratios. Like, okay, am I going to do one to four, one to five, one to six? I will tell you this, uh, back in 2010, when we decided to move into this direction, we started one to two, mm -hmm. right? We did great. We did one to three, we were good. One to four, we started to get a little bit tougher. And then when we went to one to five, we collapsed. Like we just, it was horrible. And it was an interesting thing because uh, again, in 2010, fairly new, not a lot of coaches had any experience in training in this, in this manner. We didn't have systems. We didn't have program that was customized and in like semi-private pro, we'll talk about this. Yeah. So it made it really difficult to give the attention equally across five people. We moved it back to four and we stayed at, at four for like three years and we just made ourselves better. Mm -hmm. uh, I see a lot of gyms jumping the gun right to six. And you know, again, your product that you're selling for a higher price point needs to be legit. You have Absolutely. to, you can't just like wing this. So start with four. It's okay. You don't have to go right to six. Now the beauty of starting with four or even three, the beauty with it is you're, you're making more money even with four, but as soon as you move into five, you just increase your capacity by 20% or 25% in this, in this uh, equation, 
with no additional overhead. Yeah. And then when you move to six, that's a 20% increase with no additional overhead. And that's clutch. Here's a little tip on that. If you're making this, if you're bringing in semi-private and you're worried about how to do that, like, you know, contractually and with your agreements and things like that, guys, reserve the option for up to six if that's your goal, mm -hmm. right? It might take you a year to get there, but in your contracts, just say, hey, this is, you know, you may work out with up to five other individuals, right? You're reserving what you're delivering to the marketplace. They're agreeing to that. It doesn't have to happen in every session. And as we know, I mean, not every session is going to have be at max capacity anyways, right? So that's the easy way to do it and give yourself kind of the time to transition mm -hmm. into those things without having to change contracts or then have to worry that, you know, somebody's on a contract that says four people and now we want to serve six and guys, give yourself the grace, do it once and yeah. just do it that way. Great point. And I would argue if once you get into seven and eight, it becomes less of semi-private training. I think six is the max. I think uh, we use the term sweet spot for semi-private. I think one to six is the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. it, it does. I mean, the training becomes, it becomes difficult to deliver that across mm -hmm. seven, eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month? And now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay, so... The schedule was number one. Two is the equipment in the space, making sure that you have a, a differentiator between the equipment you're using, the programming you're using, and the space you're using between large group and say semi-private training. Number three, coaches. Not every coach can coach this. No. Uh, this is a big con of semi-private trainings. You need a higher level coach. You can't just throw somebody in and just uh, like a from Home Depot and throw them into a boot camp, wad style setting where everybody's doing the same thing and they're just a big cheerleader with a megaphone. Yeah. This is form. This is, you know, strength and conditioning coaches. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no, mean, no knock on any other model. This, uh, this is the reality. You can't just, I mean, you could train somebody into this, but this is a much harder find to find a coach that can deliver form, technique, coaching cues, individual programming across six people with strength training yeah safely yeah. it's just it's just harder it is what it is yeah but you know what that does that means that it, the availability in the marketplace is less that means that you as a business can charge more because the access to that service is less mm -hmm. that's why we can and do correct but it's hard to find a coach but it's hard to find but, a coach. It's but, hard to find any coaches right now. Yeah. So, I mean, who do you look for in this situation? If you can catch somebody from like a, like a, like an uh, Exos or, you know, somebody that's gone through some like Mike Boyle stuff, like they, those would be good coaches in this, in the setting. Maybe come from an athletic performance yeah. uh, side, something Caref like that. Careful if they're too very, very, very technical though, like where they lose the ability to have the conversation in a session. Mm -hmm. Because again, they have six people to work with. It's not just that therapy session with one person where we could slow it down to the speed of one. We have to remember how to, you know, give the those correct coaching cues, but to keep the momentum of a session going. Exactly. Also equally important. And again, it's, these are the reasons they're hard to find. 
Exactly. Step four, programming. You, you have to have a system around your programming because to, to generate and deliver individual programming across hundreds of clients is not something you take lightly. No. You, you, this isn't a job for one person. Um, this is a job for a system. We created semi-private pro to, to handle this. This is a system. Our coaches do not program. It comes from the top down, the, the fitness, the, the gym level down. They facilitate the programs and we make it very easy for them to be great coaches because we deliver and display the workouts at the rack. The coach can see it. The client can see it. There's a video. Everybody's on the same page and it's all done with the equipment in your facility. Programming should not be underestimated. This is a big hurdle that a lot of gyms struggle with. It ain't a wad on the board and yeah. everybody does the same thing. Guys, I have probably seven years worth of boot camps that I can just recycle over and over and over. This is not what semi-private training is. This is the difference. You have to be able to show a big difference between the programming because that's how you charge a premium for this product. Um, and so that's step four. How are you going to handle the program? I think that's the biggest resistance too. I think that's the one <clears throat> schedule gym owners can try and, you know, they can wrap their mind around equipment. They kind of get what it would take to facilitate that thing, how to program six wide, keep it individualized and have a system to where it's not seven hours of my night every night. Mm -hmm. That's where SPP comes in and like, got it just step out of the way and just do something like that mm -hmm. because that that is everything that's holding that back. That is the key to delivering that entire service. It's all around that system. And the honest truth is, guys, we didn't create Semi-Private Pro to sell nope. as, a, as a white label product. We, we created it to solve our own problem, but everybody wants it. Yeah. Everybody's like, dude, I, that's what I've been that's looking for. It didn't exist in the market. No. We, we, we went to a developer. We, we spent months, almost over 18 months creating this. And, it, and it, you know, we're on like version seven, you know, it's like, <laughs> this is not something you take lightly to create a, an app or a software like now, but now it's banging. We've mm -hmm. got it in what? 15 gyms now, 20. Something yeah, like that. I mean, yeah. We're, we're cranking and it's, uh, it's working very well. So programming is step four. Number five is pricing and sales. My packaging, uh, you know, two X, three X unlimited weekly, monthly, you know, how am I going to sell this? This is the other side. I mean, pricing and sales technically could be two steps, but they're the same thing. How do I explain to a consultation why this is a, a better a superior product? product yeah. sure. So you have to get educated around your language, communication, you know, what the benefits are. And then that moves us right into step six, which is, which is internal marketing. Okay, why, why spend money on external? You've got a whole base full of people if you're switching from either one-on-one -on -one or large group into semi-private, uh, just start there. Yeah. You know, you can do something as simple as give everybody, in, you know, 30 days to try it. Same price, and then at the end of the 30 days, make a decision whether you're going left or right, and pay more, stay the same. It yep. is what it is, so yeah. simple to do this. But within that, Step five and six, which is sales, communication, and internal marketing, you have to tell a story. The story yes. of why you're moving this way, why it's a benefit to the consumer, okay? 
just charging more is not a good enough reason for you as a, as a reason to do this. Oh, there's more margins. I'm going to move this way. No, they, they don't, don't care. They don't care. They don't, in fact, that's <laughs> a negative. Yeah, 100% do not tell them that. Absolutely. Exactly. That's so horrible. what is the benefits to the consumer? Uh, I'm not going to rattle them off now. That's a little bit more of the secret sauce in our coaching program. But you have to discern like, just you as an owner, you've got large, let's say you're doing large group to, to semi-private. You know that there's more money over here on mm -hmm. semi-private. You know you can pay your coaches more. You can you can whatever be more profitable. You know it's going to be a different difference in the marketplace. But you have to believe that that product that you're selling is better and more superior and worth more than large group training, which it is. But you have to come up with that story and mm -hmm. why mm -hmm. and how to communicate that. and benefits, not the features. Not this is what we do. What, what is the benefit to the client? What are they receiving as a result of that? Yep. Yep. That's the differentiator. And if you can, yeah, get, get clear on that, your marketing and communication follows. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day -day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. And now we'll throw a, a wild monkey wrench in this, into this equation and say, if you're over in the large group world, call it large group training or small group training, and you're delivering strength training over there, you're, you're running in an uphill battle. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's the hardest one to convert. Yep. Why would I switch to semi-private training if it's just the same thing I'm doing over here? Stop over delivering in your large group training with periodization and strength training and, and scaling up and down your clients' movements and that over there. Get the barbells out of the large group training. Yeah, Just get please. it out. <laughs> yeah. And if and if it, and if you're that gym, you you kind of have to start pulling shit away. You have to start making it more straight body weight, straight metabolic, straight stuff for time, as many reps as possible, stations. Do the same thing, make it so damn generic that when you do bring in semi-private training, it's like, ah, oh, there's, that's what I've been. Well, I mean, about. like that, that goes back to like where you, you know, you were saying like, don't, don't have those things in there. It's because the benefit to the consumer isn't there, right? You shouldn't be doing strength training in a 15, 20 person wide group. Why? Because you're not delivering the best product for them, period. Right, right. You can't, it's, a, it's, you cannot service that wide with that deliverable and do it the way it's supposed to be done and sex successfully safely and in that environment. And so by pulling some of those things back out, maybe it is a conversation that you're, you, Hey, we found a better way. We've looked at our programming and decided, you know what? The best interest of, of you, our client is to not do this style of training and this mm -hmm. deliverable. Mm -hmm. So maybe you just edit that change and that becomes the catalyst for introducing yep. the new layer, right? Um, or if you're already doing a lot of those things and you don't have a system around doing it, maybe you bring in semi-private pro and you transition both deliverables to change, but you have that conversation with your audience and your, your consumer because that's the hardest part when you're in that seat. 
we have we've worked with a number of gyms and and i don't feel for them that are kind of delivering that all inclusive type programming in a a, a boot camp style yeah value you got you there's no way that you can just you know, hop and change it unless you make you have to make drastic change in order to make that happen. And I'll give a great example of this. Like you're, you're, you're over here saying like, hey, this isn't the best thing for our consumer to be delivering the strength training in a large group atmosphere. And I'll give you a great example of this. I, I play division one college football. And in, 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 if you were to say, hey, well, division one college football athletes versus your general population mom and dad, you, you would obviously think that the, that the football players are probably more athletic. right? You could probably train these this group over here uh, in a large group setting doing strength training. You, 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 you would think. You would. I've been in that weight room. I've seen some of the most horrific injuries from large mass of people doing strength training mm -hmm. in groups. Horrific, broken bones, uh, Oh, nasty. Every knee, every yeah, I, I was right next to a guy, uh, an offensive lineman who was doing power cleans, lost his footing, came back, the bar crossed his throat, snapped his wrist. He had wraps in or straps in. And these are elite athletes. What do you, what if you snap grandma's freaking <laughs> leg in your gym? You're being sued. Yeah. Like, what, this is not the best approach. Absolutely. And like, if that isn't a good enough example, I don't know what is. So you need to stop delivering this dangerous programming in a large group setting. Like nothing's worse than that, right? There, I think the way that you should look at it is, you may believe that the style of training is superior and is the best, but does that mean your delivery and your the way you can actually bring it to each individual, those don't have to be mutually exclusive like you could absolutely have the greatest programming mm -hmm. and done in the right environment you're absolutely right but be, the way you're allowing it to take place in your business is a detriment and a risk not the best way it can be done and that's really the difference mm -hmm. we're not trying to change your programming we're trying to have it facilitated in the right manner right that's right. the difference perfect and then the final step is external marketing how are you going to explain this to the marketplace who who is so used to the word classes, is so used to the word group training, so used to all these things, and you're gonna come into the market and say semi-private training, or semi-private personal training, or personal training. Whatever you want to run with, a lot of times we say personal training because what is, it's not private training. Nope. Personal training. I'm yep. training you, in a, I'm personally training you. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what personal training is. Right? You've got your private programming. Personalized. Your personal pro yep. <laughs> so yeah. there's a difference between personal training and private training. When you say personal training in a semi-private, like if you're doing a semi-private, you're absolutely telling the truth. Yep. It's not private training. It's personal training. So just, again, it's semantics, it's nomenclature, it's vernacular. There's all these things that just, it makes a difference. Yep. It if does. You and that's, get that's what away marketing is. 100%. I mean, all of it's semantics in, in language. I mean, you're, 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 you're teaching the market. Well, trying not to teach, hopefully, but like you're, you're showing them these different things that hold significance. And when you get them to believe it, that's their buy-in. And then that's where the conversation begins. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah. uh, you know, our flag's in the ground for several years, over a decade now with semi-private training. We love it. We, we will not do anything else anymore. We, we don't. We don't do large group. We don't do private. This is one, one thing that we do. Very efficient in it. We've got one two coaches, six clients each, six racks every hour on the hour, 5 a.m. to 8 o'clock at night. And it's just, 
simple. It's like one thing. You do it great, uh, and it's simple. We've got three plans, good, better, best. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's it, man. It's really all we do. I mean, I mean, sure, in my gym, there's room. We, we leave money on the table for supplements and all these other things. We're great at this. And that's what, that's all I really care about right now. The other stuff's like the 5% or whatever. This is 99% of our revenues coming from semi-private training. There's a lot to be said about that though, too. I mean, for the number that you guys are, you know, the revenue you guys are able to generate with the total number of clientele, you have a very streamlined business. You have a very easy, easy business for, for people to understand um, it's not difficult for the consumer to come in and know their options. You're not trying to pitch, you know, a, a complete layered stack when somebody walks in. Oh, we have our training, but you also need supplements, but you also need, you know, the recovery and all these things. Right now, it's, this is what we do. Everybody can facilitate that really well. And as, you know, time goes on, those ancillary products and things like that can be layered in. Yeah, but, we, don't, we don't have... 15 different packages. We don't do sessions. We don't do like drop-ins and none of that's happening here. It's just straight memberships. And I think that's the difference though. I think a lot of gym owners go to, I have all these options. And so let me just throw everything at it because it's more of a place of desperation and scarcity than it is. This is what I, I'm known for. This is what we provide. Let's just start here and let's do this really well. Right. Well, well 19 pitfalls of gym yeah. ownership. More is not better. More is more right that's so, the truth so more don't just don't just throw stuff out there to think it's better it's more is more in fact it's probably worse i think honestly. I, and i'm sure if we looked at i mean we both would agree if we look at our coaching clients more often than not we streamline and, and have them yeah. focus on less not yeah more be better at fewer things and yep. you'll 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 be great so hopefully this helps you kind of line out the steps uh we've got this course in the the forge coming out soon and um you know this is what we do when we work individually with our co uh, coaching clients um, more often than not people are coming to us to switch to semi-private um, if that's you winninggym.com grow uh, that's it for this episode until next time guys keep changing lives we'll see you on the next show bye all right, and thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.